I wasn't recording that bit. All right, we're live. Welcome. We're live on oh. video too, so all Howdy. people are going to see is you fuckers on your phones. Sorry, I'm, I'm just Snapchatting. Sorry. The fuck's that? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Dr. Hendo. It's good to be back. It's been a little while, but it's always it's good to be back here on the Gold Coast. You're back for good. I am back for good. Yeah, is that an announcement? No, it's not an announcement. (laughs) (laughs) But but watch this space. (laughs) Whoops, you bastards! (laughs) Hando's moving into my place, (laughs) and we've got an announcement to make. Um, What are we drinking? Uh, At the moment, we've got two. We've got we've got some pale ale from uh, these guys on the Gold Coast called Black Ops. Nice. Coasters too. Yeah, try and put your glass on the coaster because sounds really shit on the mic. Oh, is that is that why someone? Yeah, I've, I've heard the feedback. Oh, okay. when we do oh. that, they don't like it. No pun oh. intended. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we've also got a pilot batch from Stone Wood because those legends dropped in last week. What is it? It's the barrel age saison. Pronounce it. Does someone want to try and pronounce it? Yeah. Oh, that's really nice. It is it's nice. very good. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. All right. Really yeah, here we are. The, the the end of the road. Yeah, we this started the, what four or five months ago. End of season two. Yeah, yeah. This was all about the journey to the AIBAs and and uh, getting the entry ready and how you guys fared at the Australian International Beer Awards. And um, it was a good weekend in Melbourne, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah. The bits, <laughs> the bits I remember were pretty good. Saturday morning, <laughs> wasn't, not for me. No, it wasn't. No, it was a good time. So to so to remind people. Who, who can be the person who, who um, reminds people what we submitted and why? That's probably you, Eddie. You're probably the most likely to. Uh, yeah. The one that filled the forms out. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know what we've submitted. We, um, we entered everything. We were the first brewery to enter all five categories. Um, oh, sorry. Did we enter the Snapchat award for Govs? <laughs> Just failed. We, should, we, failed. Should, we should put your Instagram stories on the media award. We've got more chance of winning than the book. <laughs> we'll get to that. Um, we ended our Pink Mist. We ended our Beach House. We ended our Pale Ale. So they, they were all entered as uh, draft products. We also entered our Pale Ale in the can. Um, we entered the can design itself. Um, we also entered the box. That the, um, the box is up there. Do you want to grab it, Dan? Where is the box? Oh, behind you. Right behind you. Grab the box. This is one of the original ones. Mm. So we entered our box and we entered our podcast, book, blog component of, that we do. Yeah. Because we always like to just touch our toes in the little media department of the AIBAs. <laughs> <laughs> you have to lose one award. Yeah. <laughs> did you enter the beer in the can? We did. We did. You did? Mm. Yes. We entered it both. Okay. Two different batches. Different batches. So, yeah. Okay. Well, um, I guess we'll talk about that. Uh, yeah, I guess we need to kind of go through each one and um, and talk about what happened. Well, let's talk that. about the day first. Mm. The the day in yeah. Melbourne it started at five thirty with pints at the airport. pints of yeah. Volta XBA at the that's five thirty a.m. wasn't it? it finished with that's ramen correct. at two a.m. or something. <laughs> yeah, the next day it was a um, it was an epic day. Yeah, we met Hendo at some point. Yeah, at that at Brewhall Bar. Yeah, bar. What, when was that? Like. Late that afternoon, four-ish or so in the afternoon. It was you were suited and booted. We weren't. Pre-game. We weren't. That's right. We yeah. were in a hurry to get back to the ABA, so we left your place, went to some sheesh 
place. Shisha place next door. <laughs> next door. <laughs> place is, they're so dodgy, those places. <laughs> so we were walking down this road Smoke in Collingwood, <laughs> running late to the most important award of the year for us, and... <laughs> Eddie and I just spot this little sheesh bar. <laughs> Eddie's like, quick, we quick sheesh. It. <laughs> we smelt it. And we're like, time for a quick sheesh. There's always time for a quick sheesh. <laughs> it was a very unusual place. Mm. And we made it. We made boards. it, though. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a great night, though, at the peninsula there and uh, in the Docklands in Melbourne. And um, it's a massive, massive room. I always get blown away every year going there because... There's eight or nine hundred people in there, yeah. and a couple of big screens, um, and uh, you know everyone's dressed up, and it's it, it really is the logies for beer. Mm. Yeah, it's you very know. cool. Yeah, it was cool that um, Bridge Road had. Did you get a taste of the Aurora Borealis outside? Oh no, God, they had the van. Yeah, yeah. I think it, no, I think I the that. barrel got washed up in. I don't know. I don't know. The it was story. one of the first ones, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Aurora Borealis one. Yeah, or it got lost like at sea or something. But anyway, huh. they tapped it out. It had an amazing story. <laughs> and I don't know. <laughs> I don't it. <laughs> By that point, that was I don't a nice think touch. it would have too Did much. not need it. <laughs> so, yeah, ALBAs, and, and, and it's, the, it's the night of nights when it comes to beer. And um, there were, I think, 17 or 18 or 19 beer tr- trophies and also the champion Australian International Brewers, small, medium and large, and champion Gypsy Brewer. And there was some... Really, I was really blown away by um, the, the the showing of uh, breweries from southeast Queensland and mm. northern New South Wales. It was just, um, you know, dead set. It was it was really this part of Australia is really kicking goals at the moment. Yeah, so, it was amazing. Um, you know, it was really good. You know, with um, if you, if I could name the, the the some of the champion breweries, so Green Beacon won champion Australian small brewery. Um, Stone and Wood won champion Australian Large Brewery. Um, Ballistic had a hell of a showing. I think they had, I saw three gold medals that they three had goals. during the night. Um, and that's that's great. And Bolter, of course, winning medium, um, champion medium Pale Ale. Was it champ? champion and medium, medium brewery? Medium brewery, yeah, yeah right. Three so small, medium and large was... Within 80 kilometres of here. Yeah. So champion small, medium and large breweries are all <laughs> southeast. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty good. That and pretty Bolter just caned it, yeah. you know. Uh, they just did so well. But, mm. you know, XPA, what a beer. And that just did so well for them. And... Um, didn't they win the Gary Newman trophy yeah. as well, which is the best new brewery? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just raining trophies and gold. It was like these ones, yeah. you know, it was just awesome. So it was cool. Well done. It's not a show about Bolter though, so let's talk. <laughs> 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 anyway, slide us a tin. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll see. Because I was pretty nervous. I don't know how you guys are feeling, but like the first award announced that we'd submitted to was the Pale. And I thought that was going to be the one that we had the most chance of getting a gold in. And if you don't get a gold... I don't think you, get, you even knew. If you don't get a gold, you don't get a mention no, until the end of the night. That's right. So if you get a book. silver or a bronze you don't or know. nothing, you don't know until that's the end right. of the night. So yeah, when they hand get, out the thing, the yeah, booklet. So we didn't get a gold in that. So I was just kind of like, oh, we're actually fucked. We're not going to get anything. But then every other award, we got something in. So apart from the book, media award. But Yeah. Yeah, so that and was then like cool. if, you, if you think you were nervous, I was <laughs> fucking packing myself. <laughs> I thought it was game over after yeah. they announced that one. Um, you know, we obviously throughout this series have, have talked about um, this wasn't just we were entering some beers to see how we went. We were going to the AOBAs to, to try and pick up the champion small brewer. 
um, trophy. Or, you know, if not, do the best that we could. We were really serious about winning some awards this year um, with the intention of making good beer um, and really following the process and working with you, Hendo, Mm -hmm. about uh, how to get there. So it was nail-clenching evening for us to sit there and listen to the results. So, So, yeah. So how did you guys, how did you go? Well, good. But, you know, as as Dan mentioned, the first, one of the first categories to come out was um, Australian Pale Ale, which is what we entered um, our our Black Ops Pale Ale into two two divisions, into packaged and into draft. Um, And and we didn't get a mention and that was kind of really disheartening. Um, We'll probably go through the the results now and what we actually did get. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I've got here in front of me the results summary from... um, the RSAV from the judges and and what what we actually did get for the beers and uh, the the points and the scoring. So the first one for us was pale ale in a packaged um, product. So it was in our can. Now, to give you a little bit of feedback on how we submitted this beer, it was um, when we first entered the AIBAs, um, put in our submissions for the beers that we wanted to enter, we looked at what beers were going to be ready really fresh we wanted to send the best beer that we had so we only entered ended up entering three beers because we knew those three beers would be ready right around the time that we had to send them down to melbourne um and the pale ale we really wanted to be one of them because it was our new beer and it kind of coincided that it worked out really well unfortunately for the the package product we were canning like two days after we had to send the beer down to melbourne so Uh. we had to send the previous batch which you know, when I talk about age, it was about four weeks old compared to being four days old, which yeah. we would have liked. Um, it might not sound like much, but when you're going up against the best beers in the country and around the world, that sort of shit matters. And also not to mention when uh, Eddie put in the entry. So there's, a, I think, a four to six week lag between when you put the entry mm. and when the, mm. when, the, when the actual beers have to arrive. Yeah. It's You'd never to, brewed the pale ale before. No, we no well, that, did the that's entry, the next so. point. Is we'd we'd never actually made this beer before that we and we were entering it into a style based on um, the recipe that we put together and kind of assuming what it's going to taste like and which style it best suits. Now, when you talk about the pale ale categories, there are numerous different styles of pale ales. Like this, not just one pale ale category. So, and they're very similar. It's they each have their own little nuance and um, the particular attribute about that beer that's to that style. So for us, it was pretty nerve-wracking uh, submitting it as an Australian pale ale without ever, not even tasting it, without mm. even having brewed it. Yeah. So it was a nervous point. So you just you pretty well blindly entered it in as an Australian pale ale, yeah? Yeah, so yeah. very much so. So, it, so how did you brew that beer with cojones that big? <laughs> Have you met me before? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Obviously, I don't know you that well. well. Um, <laughs> so, like, <laughs> if you've never if you've never met me before, there's one thing you should know is that everything I do, I wing. <laughs> and we we would just fucking wing the shit out of this. Yeah. Um, and it was also our first beer into cans. We doubled the batch size, put the whole batch into cans on our first. Yeah, yeah. It, first. It, it was the beer of 2017 for us, so it was really important that we submitted it to the AOBAs. Not to just make a splash with it, but also to get some feedback. We want this to be the best pale ale in the country. Um, it so. is if you look at Untapped. So. <laughs> <laughs> just, just quietly. Couldn't help it. So let's let's get back to the results on, right. on how that went. Fine. So um, 
in a, in a can. So we, we submitted it in the can. It, as I mentioned, it was the previous batch, so it was a little bit older than what we would have liked to have submitted, and we actually picked up a bronze medal, um, which is really cool. So we got 15.38 points. Radio. Um, which 15.38, so that's that's just shy just of shy a silver, silver at 15 and a half. Yeah, in the wrong category, <laughs> mind you. What was the notes from the judges? Uh, so in the for the for the canned beer, the, the feedback was uh, fair foam, bright golden, light, light grassy hop, slightly waxy and floral, sweet malt, grainy aftertaste, little sweet body showing some age, which you know mm. obviously. Okay. When you know, as I said, when you're on that caliber of beer, it's actually some pretty constructive feedback. There. Absolutely, it's yeah, yeah. So, good that they I mean, as a, as a brewer, how would you take that feedback, and what would be the thing you'd take back to the brew house? Um, well, obviously, sorry, I'll, I'll finish it off. Sorry, there is a little bit more to it. <laughs> um, and then the, the final comments were that the hop dominated for the style, and it was lacking some ester notes. So one of the key ah, factors okay. of an Australian pale ale is that it has to have fruity ester notes. Now. Most people would assume that fruity ester notes would come from yeast-driven um, esters. My and my comprehension of that and my kind of takeaway was that you could also have fruity esters from hops. Correct. So yep. that I was happy with the beer. Even once we brewed it and tasted it, I'm like, I'm pretty sure we've put it in the right category. Yep. I was confident. Yep. Obviously, that wasn't the case. Um, but, yeah, the, 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 the big takeaways from that... Uh, is we've got some slightly waxy and floral flavours and um, showing some age. Waxies, that's a really interesting word. Yeah, is that so kind of a way that they're kind of, it, I mean, without reading too much into what uh, a judge is thinking, that is it like uh, when they say waxy, are they thinking it's too resinous? Or? I think so. Um, and we've, you know, since had that, batch we send our our beer off to a laboratory to get tested once it's packaged and you know it's a probably about a three-week process until we get the results back right um so the the ibus on this pale ale were were a bit higher than what we had predicted okay um based on our calculations because you know you can use all the programs and beer recipe programs that you want but it's all theoretical it's all theoretical and you never know until you get it tested um and yeah so like i I kind of take that on the chin. I'm not. We won't be changing the recipe. No, either. I'm definitely not changing the recipe based on those comments. I really kind of took away that we'd sent beer that was older than we would have liked, and we put it in the wrong category. Yeah. Okay. Um, so if you're going to enter that next year, uh, what class would you consider entering that into? International pale ale is the the, mm-hmm. the big one that comes to mind, um, based on the feedback and based on. Reviewing the beer, drinking it again, and looking at those style guidelines, yeah. like yeah. it's and also seeing what went well in that category. Absolutely, mm-hmm. and you know, looking at the beers that did really well in that category, and going, well, that's you know, we're kind of that's the type of beer that we're making. We feel, yeah, yeah. So that's that's some good feedback. Good. Yeah, you've, yeah. You've learned something from it. You'll you'll address that next year or next competition. That yeah, sort of you thing. know, and we're stoked to to get a bronze medal. We're also really stoked that you know. There wasn't any major faults. We yeah, that's we, good. We, we're, we're getting panned bronze medal is, is yeah. really, really hard to get. The bronze medal means that you've got a, a pretty much a consensus from a panel of six judges where they're all saying this beer is good, it's satisfactory and doesn't have any major faults. Mm-hmm. And about half the beers that are entered don't get a medal at all. Yeah. So that's pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not mad at all. Not mad at all. 
So yeah, to, to not hear any sort of feedback on the on and the it was night. a high bronze too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's great. You know, you always want something to work towards. How many book centred don't get an award? How many what? 100 <laughs> of them. I feel, I feel like there's a little bit of animosity bit of going angst. on. A little bit. Of right, we'll get we'll get to the media award. We'll get to the media award. Um, so the next beer for us uh, was our beach house, which we entered into a draft style. So this was the second year we'd entered beach house. Um, last year we entered it uh, as Gypsy Brewers. It was beer that we'd brewed um, off site. Not to say that that there's anything wrong with that. Um, it was beer that was. Several had, months old at the had time. Some age. Yeah, we just wanted to enter beers because we wanted to be part of the party. Um, so we sent the best beers that we had at the time. The only beers. And at the mm. time, it was the only beer that we had. Um, and we picked up a bronze medal for that beer. And we got some really great feedback. And Was it the same class this year as last year? Yes. Mm-hmm. It so was. as as Saison, as, uh, straight up Saison. Yeah, so the it's French, in Saison, which Belgian. is Be- Belgian French. Yep, style. yep. Um, okay. And the, the key feedback last year was that it was too hoppy. Um, which is something that we knew. Like it was a, we, we used to dry hop the beach house quite heavily um, because we were making more of a pale ale mm. saison fusion. So it probably wasn't a true style at all. Um, and as a brewer, that was a beach house is a beer that I really love making. Um, it's a style of beer that I have a lot of respect for. So I really wanted to come back this year and have a good crack at the beach house. Um, the other comment was that the pH. Like, the tartness of it wasn't there, so it was kind of lacking a little bit of that Saison character, like that acidicness, I guess. Yep. So yep. that was something we worked on with our water profiles. Okay, um, yep. So we backed off the dry hopping. <laughs> um, we still used a lot of New World hops. It's not a traditional recipe, um, but it, I felt like it made the it fitted the traditional style. Um, and we, we got a gold medal for that, so we were stoked. Awesome. Yeah. Mm. That's really good. And it was well the done. only gold, <coughs> only gold for saison. It was the only only saison. Is that right? That got a gold medal. Yeah. Uh, uh, which is what was the score? How did you score on that one? So we got a seventeen. So that's bang on. So a, a, a gold. we are when, when you're talking about that is entry level gold. That's it. Yeah, you are. You have to get seventeen points to get a gold medal. Um, I would imagine what would happen there uh, if you get because basically there's six judges and the, and the score that you get is a is a consensus, so it's an average of all of the scores. Mm. And so, if you get a seventeen point zero, obviously between six people to get an average of seventeen point zero, that's pretty difficult to get. Mm. So, what judges have the ability to do is if the uh, if the entry happens to get a really high silver, um, they can that they can have a chat amongst themselves and go right. Well, we're averaging a silver. There would definitely have been judges on that panel that would have given it a gold and probably a pretty solid one. Mm. Um, there may have been a judge that might have given it a bronze, and the average just worked out that it was high silver, and they would have had a conversation about right: is this beer a gold medal worthy beer? Mm-hmm. And what they're able to do is to actually do what, what's called a panel adjustment. So they can take the average score and just punch in an adjustment to bring it into gold and you, and, you, and you tip it over and then away you go. That's how you get a 17.0. So that's pretty clear that that's what happened for us. Th- that yeah. all of the judges on that panel said yeah. that, that, that Beach House was a gold medal standard beer. Yeah. And that's a good thing. Which is epic, which, mm. like, it's fucking phenomenal. You know, we, we came at this to, to, to win win some medals, and we, and we got one. Um, but, you know, to talk about the scale of it, because uh, we don't want to get caught, too caught up in our egos about this and, and just, you know, yeah, we want a gold medal. We want to go, all right, well, 
how we want to we just want a gold medal. We we kind of just scraped over the line. Um, so obviously there's room for improvement on that end. You know, I love having room for improvement. Did you get any feedback on room for improvement? Absolutely. So yeah. you always get really good feedback from the judges, and you know, there's potential to get twenty points out of twenty. So if we got there seventeen, is. obviously there's a few things that we can work on um, for next year. So uh, the feedback was um, it was a very well made beer. It had low carbonation, mm-hmm. which is a key component to the style, um, which prevented this beer from scoring higher. So that was obviously a markdown for us. Um, so low carbonation. Because you know, when I think about the Saison style and, and what I can recall of the, the Saison uh, style guideline, yeah. you think about what the, the beer that is the Saison style is – and it's something like Saison DuPont, mm-hmm. something yeah. like that. And when you pour a, say, a bottle, a bottle of yeah. Saison DuPont and you have it in a, a glass not too dissimilar to this one here, you're going to get a big foamy head yeah. like that. Yeah. And in bottle, it's going to be really high carbonation and bottle condition and that sort of thing. Yeah. And, you know, we didn't... It probably didn't present that way, yeah. it, it sounds to me. And mm-hmm. that's probably why they a judge would, yeah. would say, oh, that's low carbonation. Yeah. And that's totally understandable because, um, you know, you need to understand we didn't brew a keg of beer to send to the AIBAs. We brewed an entire batch of this Saison to last us several months. And if anyone's ever brewed with French Saison yeast, mm. they, you know it's got a lot of creep in it. Like, yes. we don't filter that beer. There's live, active yeast culture in the keg. And over time, it continues to <laughs> ferment. Uh, and so what might start off at the day that we kegged it and then sent it to the awards was what would you consider low carbonation within a month or two it's bang on and within three mm. months it's starting to climb Creep. out of the keg yeah. yeah so it's a difficult beer to make um from a production point of view mm. so we obviously sent fresh beer down and um, that's something we need to consider next year is if the carbonation's not right in the keg there could that just be a timing thing as well absolutely yeah yeah, it's an interesting one. It's it's uh, it's not, not like it's not, there's not much you can do to make that beer better based on the feedback that you got. No, and it's also not it's not like a saison de pomme where you've got one bottle and you're sharing it on a special occasion. No. Like it's, 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 it's on, it's on tap like, at the surf club. That's right, and we want to make sure they're not tipping it down the drain yeah. and, yes. and wasting yeah. beer and calling us up and saying, "Hey, this beer's too." Because the, the thing is, the other alternative that you had was. And, and, and shit, you're really overthinking it if you go this far as like, oh, well, the carbonation on this. And we never even had, you know, when we were trying the beers and on which class mm. we thought that they would go into, we never went, oh, the carbonation's too low for this no, style. We, no. We're more worried about flavours and is but, you know, but the a judge flavours presenting. And that's the thing. A, a judging panel just picks that that characteristic up on the day and that's the, that's, yeah. that's the X factor. It's the, it's the note that you get on the day. Mm. And, and, well, that's it. that is what it is. But yeah. gold's a gold. Yeah, it's we'll good. take it. Absolutely. So we'll um, we'll move on to the next the next beer that we submitted. So we only submitted three beers. Um, so the final beer was a Pink Mist, and oh, I love that beer. We we had a lot of fun tasting this beer and, and thinking about what style it went into, because oh there was two there was we were kind classes of like really that we were like uh, like a wheat fruit wheat or yeah. something. There was fruit wheat and, and then there was fruit, uh, fruit beer just, Belgian style fruit beer. Yeah. So we ended up submitting it into nineteen B, which is fruit. Fruit beer, Belgian yeah. style fruit beer. Yep, yep. Um, and and we're stoked to say we picked up another gold medal um, for this yes. beer. We this you know is we. I was super confident about this. I thought I knew it was the best batch of pink mist we'd ever made. Um, it was a recipe that I've been working on since we've started, and we've been di- I've been dialing it in each time. So mm. I knew that this beer had the best chance to do well. Um, uh, we picked up a seventeen point two five. 
So ah. we're, we're still talking, you know, a low range gold medal, but let's not split hairs. It's gold. gold. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to be constructive and, you know, talk about the feedback, but like, I lost my shit as soon as I saw that come up on the screen. Um, yeah, that really was pretty cool. You know, I think I, I think I yelled out, <laughs> You know, to, to brew a gold medal saison and a gold medal fruit beer in Australia as a brewer is, is something really special. Um, you know, they're, they're traditional styles that have a lot of history and um, a lot of heritage and there's a lot of respect around it, I think. And the feedback for that was mm. particularly generous, wasn't it? Yeah, so the feedback on that, you know, you're always kind of, you're not just looking for someone to boost your ego you're looking for someone to say how can you do better but you know the the feedback was that it was a sensational beer um and it was an excellent um integration of the fruit and the saison characteristics Mm, mm. so i think we spoke about this on the night about what they were looking for in a fruit beer well that's right so it's like uh, i reread that i had that on my phone that night and i was rereading that that style guideline and you know, when you think about what a judge is thinking of when they would be reviewing a fruit beer with a underlying Belgian style below it, what what a judge would be looking for is um, not the fruit not overpowering the base style mm. and not the base style overpowering the fruit, mm. but a good blend and, and a good balance of both. And when you go back and you retaste Pink Mist, it, it's got that. It's got that. Uh, lovely saison, uh, fruity ester. Um, you've got um, the the fruit characteristic in there that's not overbearing, you know, and it's mm. just enough to give it a bit of a twist. And you go, wow, there's a really a lot going on in that beer, but not too much of one thing or the other. It's probably why you did well. Yeah, mm. stoked. So mm. like that's that's the wrap up on the on the beers. We didn't that talk about the draft pale, which got ah oh, true, which did better. Yeah. Oh, the draft pale. I must have skipped past that. So. No, yeah, the draft. Um, yeah, so... So you did back. draft pale and... Yeah, so, pale. sorry, I, w- I went from Cairns to, to yeah. Beach House, but, you know, let's go um, Let's go a step back, back to the pale ale. So, I, as we mentioned, we submitted into both categories. The draft we submitted was super fresh. Like, yeah. it was ke- kegged the day before. The day, I think it was the same the, day. The, the morning same that we had day. to drive it down to have it shipped to Melbourne. So, we're so confident about this beer. Um, we really felt like we had it in the right style. Um, and we picked up a silver medal for that beer. Oh, so, good. So, yeah, we, we scored a 15.6, which is, you know, a middle-of-the-range silver medal, um, which is definitely nothing to, 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 to kind of scoff about. Um, and, and the feedback on this, which, you know, obviously it was a little bit disappointing because we, we thought that it would do really well. We, at this stage, we didn't know we'd, we'd probably put it in the wrong style. Mm. Um, as Australian pale ale, again. yeah. So we had it in Australian pale ale. So the the feedback was um, tropical. This new- was the second batch of it as well. So the the cans were the first batch. We yes. never mm. brewed this beer before. The next one, I think it, it would have got a small tweak on the first one to some extent. Or, yeah, or I think I, Gov's just gets a bit more beer, confident. When you brew beer, you know, you, you, when you brew it over and over, you get better at it. It's, mm. yeah. it's just you know, it's like cooking. Yeah, you, you get better. At it was shit. round two. Yeah. Mm. Take two. Um, what were the so, notes on that? So the notes were um, tropical New World hop dominance, not true to style. Okay. So that's straight up. And you um, still scored a silver for that? Yeah. Mm. Um, technically good beer, check style guidelines. <laughs> and, you know, when you see that, it's like it's kind of reassuring to know that there wasn't any major faults. But it's also pretty clear that if we fucking got it in the, the right, right class, guy, we would have got a gold medal. We would have got a gold yeah, medal. Nice. 
Um, but that's fine, you know. That, but we that, had fine. we had read over those style guidelines, we, word yeah, for word, and looked at them. And, we didn't. And yeah, we were pretty sure we weren't sitting there going. We've put we. We thought we'd had. We thought we got it right. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, early on in this series... Oh, for, for a beer that you've never brewed before, before, yeah. you know, Eddie put the entries in, how are you going to know? Yes. You can't yeah. beat yourself too much. And, uh, yeah, and, and to get a silver. <laughs> so, yeah, the, the feedback was great. Um, obviously, it, it just wasn't in the right style, which we talked about early on about how important it is to submit beers into the right categories. Mm. Um and it's 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 not easy. It's, it's it, there are very slight differences between these different styles, and it's really important. Were well, you marked down for style because you've got the aggregate score there? So yeah. So first styles, the last one. So you got a the second last one. Second. Uh, yeah. There we go. Yeah. A one point three eight uh, two. Yeah, two two out of three. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. That's fine. And, you know, talk about tropical New World hop dominance. Fuck yeah, that's what I want in this beer. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not what they were after. Yeah, that it's just class, not an Australian so. pale ale, unfortunately. So Australian, uh, the, 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 quint, you know, the quintessential beer of the style of uh, Australian pale ale um, is uh, something not too dissimilar to Cooper's, uh, Cooper's Red. Mm. It's probably the beer that really sums it up. Yeah, but if you read the style guidelines, yeah. I know, can, I know, you can easily kind of get this is a really see, this is a really interesting one because um, with the ALBAs, they um, do use the Brewers Association style guidelines as how beers are evaluated, um, but Australian style pale ale and Australian style lager actually have their own pre-written note that's not BA the Brewers Association style mm. guideline, but. It's an interesting one. It's, a, it's actually, I've, I've, you know, because I was judging this year, I'm going to give them feedback about that to say if we're going to have Australian pale ale, we do have an Australian style of beer, and that is Australian pale ale, and, and, and historically Cooper's is, is the, mm. um, uh, the style that it is. But not, that's not to say that you guys did anything wrong because yeah. the, the note that was written isn't actually what I would consider to no. be Cooper's an Australian pale well. ale. Yeah, that's Again, right. No, if you, if you read the style guidelines, I wouldn't think that Cooper's pale ale no. would do well in that No, that's category. right. So um, I, I think I think in past years, it's like Australian-style pale ale actually specifically calls out uh, fruity yeast-derived esters like banana and that sort of thing, mm. and, they're, and they're very mm. subtle and bitterness is, is very low, and that's not what that beer is, you know. Yeah. Mm. And so oh, it's an interesting one. I'll, I've got to give feedback. I'll talk to them about that. Still stoked though. Absolutely, absolutely stoked. You know, um, it was huge validation for us to know that we're we're definitely on the right track. We're technically good. Technically good beers, like two, mm. we picked up and two, sexy beers too. Two gold, two gold medals, yeah. gold silver, and bronze. Um, we're eleven months into our brewery. Uh, we're making these this beer on a brewery that was put together on a dime. Um, mm. So yeah, we're stoked. And it made us want to submit the, all the other beers too, because now we want to. We now we want to submit all the other beers that we. Yeah, know. well, you know that was that's another point that we'll probably get to is the number of beers that we submitted. Mm. Um, Actually, I, no, I think because uh, uh, I because you submitted four beers, three. Oh, three one, different beers, three, three, three different beers, and one what, one, one draft, two. one package. Yeah. Mm. That yeah so so okay so just we we were having a conversation outside as to uh, when you win uh, to be eligible for the champion small medium and large brewery um, 
it's based on an average of your top four scoring beers. And this is a really interesting one because on, on the night when we were having a chat, I went, oh, you only entered three beers, which it did, but technically entered four because Pale Ale you entered in Package and Keg, mm. and they would be in the same class. This doesn't. The, the, I was looking at the entry booklet there about um, uh, what it takes to be uh, to be eligible for the champion small, medium, and large Australian brewery, and it says here to be eligible for a champion Australian brewery trophy, the brewery must be located within Australia. Tip, Check, and must be the licensed brewer and exhibitor of the awarded beers. Check, uh, the award will be judged on the brewery's top four scoring beers, at least one of which which must be a gold medal winning exhibit, which you've got. Now it says eligible classes all except design, 99A and 99B and media. So you did you entered some beers for um, packaging you know, surface design mm, yep. and for uh, the book as well as a media um, yeah. award and that sort of thing. So you did actually enter four beers. Mm. Mm. Just to make the cut? Uh, yeah, just to make the cut then. And so that's a really interesting one. I wonder what hmm, that, that one's got me really thinking because we didn't even make like the finalist. No, that's that right. Did we? And, and it's really funny because, because you had two gold medals and a silver up yeah, your sleeve true. already. But nor did Ballistic with three golds. Exactly. Mm. So this is a real, fascinating. So it'd be good to know what, well, yeah. So Green Beacon won it. Yeah. Green Beacon won How many champion. golds did they get? No idea. We could have a look at the result book yeah. and find out. Yeah, it's, it's good all, to know. know what, it's all what, public knowledge what there. What they for. Mm. Well, exactly. They're obviously mm. doing something right. So. Yeah. It's all very transparent. We can just look it up. Oh, I just didn't look it up. <laughs> cool but we don't see the, the the gradings on the like the no the, that's the thing so um the score so which is obviously see the medals or not medal that the beer has won and when you have a look at the results uh booklet they're actually in scoring order uh, uh, okay. but you don't see um what what the actual score mm. is which i guess is important when you're talking about Averages of the top. Mm. Well, that's right. Couple so, of beers. So they averaged all the, the your best four. Yeah. As long as you won one gold. Yeah, you could have. So, so I you guess could have had. You could have eight high scoring silvers silver. and one yeah. gold, and yeah. probably do really well. That's oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So what about uh, packaging and and um, the other non non yeah. beer? Media. Awards. We entered this book and we didn't win shit. And did we get feedback? God, the guy who wrote the forward for that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Still it must have been what, what, so what, what... Obviously, <laughs> Dan's a little bit upset. No, I'm not. I don't care. Gov's enjoyed entering <laughs> the media award more than I do. Well, like, let's... <laughs> fucking oath, I love it. <laughs> um, so the next category was for um, best design on a label or surface graphic. So we submitted our, our new can design. Um, I don't know if you want to talk about how we got to... Where do I point it to? So well, people I've can got see the camera right, right here. There. I can zoom in on it. There you go. Is that doing anything? That's doing something. Hold oh, it right wow. there. Leave it there. Oh, that's, that's cool. Closer. Okay, right. now. There you you go. can stay there for the rest of the hour. <laughs> and, uh... Right. Yeah, well, we didn't... I don't... When we submitted this for the branding, we didn't really provide much context to them, did we? We don't get to. No. There's no option to. See, I kind of thought, because, because we had a lot of constraints in what we're doing with this, particularly with, like, doing a generic can and a label and trying to make it look like... It's not a beer with a label on it. That's probably not the best example because that's not the straightest. But um, this one is. Yeah, the, did I you think, actually pick out cans that had the straightest? Label? Sure, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we were hand did them. <laughs> <laughs> no, hand done. 
Yeah. So so we couldn't sort of explain. I mean, you can't explain the intricacies of just like that. It's you know hand drawn lettering and and everything that's gone into this and the thought that's gone into the label and all of that. So you just send it and hope someone likes the look of it. So yeah. it's kind of. You know, I wasn't having too many expectations, but it was good to win gold for that. Yeah, and, and you know, obviously, the the caliber of the judges at the RABA is quite high, so we have faith in the fact that the people that I'm not sure who judges it though. Like the design award, I get, I get the beer one is yeah. beer mm. judges, but who uh, there, there are that the basically they have uh, actual judges that judge all of the design, design, and, yeah. and surface graphics and that sort of thing. It's yeah. not, it's not the RABA. Beer judges. Beer judges. Mm-hmm. Right. So they have a, a select panel. They're very well respected. I think you can look it up on the, okay. on the ARBA website. Sense. So yeah. yeah, it does make yeah. sense. So, yeah, the, the people looking at this obviously know what they're talking they about. they got a keen eye anyway. And, and it's, it's challenging because there are so many cool new beer label designs coming out each year. And um, obviously, we've gone with something that's probably a little bit more simple um, and also... Um, pragmatic um, for what we wanted to do with our, our beer range in the sense that we have a generic can and multiple labels. Yeah, we, we basically wanted a, we wanted a beer that looked didn't look like it had a label on it and ev- ev- everything was pushing us towards having a can with a full-length label and I didn't like, like the look of them at all. Nah. And basically we were trying to work out how to do – and we work with Matt Vigotis, who's our designer, who did all of our branding, mm. trying to work out how to do it in a way – so we can order 60,000 yeah. cans. Yeah, we can order 60,000 generic cans and then we just spend a couple of hundred bucks on a different label for every single beer style. Yep. So when we do canning runs now, we have exactly the same can. I think we it's just put a different label. It's really innovative. I, I, you know, I, I considered doing cans and, and, and I wanted the flexibility of being able to put lots of different beers into uh, a can and, and I never really got over the full wrap. That's label. right. They just don't look good. With they... the silver, because you get basically you buy a generic silver or whatever color you, you want can. Yeah. Um, but the label, you can see an edge on it. You can feel the edge on it. Yeah. And it just doesn't crinkles. Have that. And it looks like a label. Yeah. The, the, no it, one's been able to do no, it in a way like that doesn't look like a label. It's you're okay if you're, if you're some sort of flashy bloody Vermont brewery and you're doing mm. your latest, you know, New England IPA or something like that. But we're not there yet. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, what you've done is, I, I, I think it's awesome. It's very innovative. It's good. Yeah, that was cool. It was cool to win that one. Yeah. yeah. That's why I haven't actually announced what we, we got. Well, <laughs> I've said it four times. Oh, so. How did we go? <laughs> so, oh, yeah, let's, let's break it down. Let's go through okay. the, the, right. the results. Um, so we picked up a gold medal for this design. Uh, we scored 91 points out of a possible 100. Shit, that's good. Which is pretty, pretty legit. Um, so the, the feedback was from the first judge was we had a, a strong, single-minded, great shelf presence, um, which is what we were going for. We wanted something that really stood out from the rest of the pack. When people walk into a bottle shop, we want them to, without even looking, know that there's black hops there um, and, and know that they've come to the right place. So the, that was really cool. Um, the second judge was you know, pretty simple, just saying very well designed. And the, the final was um, a good use of stickers, and the stickers were well printed. Well done. So we well ticked done. every box that we tried to. Because um, hmm. they would have got hands on with the beer, and they were going, oh, there's a. Mm. There's yeah, a label and, you know, obviously being a bit nervous, submitting a, a, a generic beer with a, a label on it, it's not. It's actually good to get that recognition that from, from a design perspective to say, hey, you've put a label on this. But it you've done it really well. It works. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think we hand labeled them too. So. 
I, I did that. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. one of the compromises with the labels is you can't, I'm not even see it on the camera, but you, you don't know where the label's going to go. No, so beer, when the, so. The, beer, the cans come out of the filler and they go down a conveyor, they are just in whatever orientation they happen to be and the label is just going to go on however it wants to. So it was important that the can design worked no matter which way the label went on. Um, and we, we, we think we pulled that off. I think you're doing all right. Um, yeah. Cool. So we'll move on to the, the, the next next category, which was um, outer packaging. So we also submitted the 12-pack the um, carton that we designed with, like, in, in cohesion with the cans. So yeah. uh, we might bring that down and put that on the camera again. And that's a similar thing where you've got a, a sticker on the outside of the a yeah. generic box. So Is that right? we wanted to, to come up with a, a new carton design for the can. Um, and there was a number of considerations for this, and most of them were practical. Um, we were pretty much certain that we weren't going to go with a 24-pack yep. um, because it, the price point just prohibits us from being very attractive on the shelf in a bottle shop. Being a craft beer, um, you know, we'd have to be up around that $80 to $90 mark at least for a, a 375 mil can in a 24-pack. And it's a lot of money for people to hand over, and particularly for people that are, are visiting us or that are really excited about what we're doing and they just want to buy something to take home and share with their friends it's a lot of money if you give you a hundred bucks and you get 10 bucks change so 12 pack it is well you know that we we came to the 12 pack um idea by just kind of well it, i think it we talked about we were talking about you know you know do we do a 16 pack it's kind of been done before we didn't want to see what i think like a lot of it that. came because we wanted to sell it online and um absolutely yeah and the 12 pack comes in at five kilo on the nose which yeah. was the cutoff and there was something uh, we, it was a, there was a price break we, we totally stumbled across this so mm. we were like you know we're not we're not going to do 16 packs we're not going to do 10 packs it's like buying some coke from Coles what about a 12 pack it kind of makes a lot of sense it's a half a carton so we're not pretending that you're buying a full carton it's it's pretty clear that you're not and it also presents really well like it kind of looks like a nice bottle of whiskey isn't it? it's like a square yeah. can it's, mm. a, it's a nice pre- right. it's a nice present to give to people. And that was also, the idea. The idea square was the version same of generic, the can. generic design with the sticker yeah, of the can. Yeah, it's so a pixelated like like version of the can. And yeah, when we we mocked it up together and we put cans in it, it came in at five kilos. It's like four point nine nine or yeah. something, <laughs> uh, which happens to just fall into the the next price bracket. It's shipping. the mine. It's the Minecraft beer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, unfortunately, we got a bronze for that. <laughs> so oh, what? We didn't get a gold for the for the carton design. Okay. Um, How'd you go? We scored eighty two points. Um, so the judge, the first judge, said we had a, a strong shelf presence. Um, the second judge said it was a very clean design, but it was not practical in a store environment, um, and, and no recycling options. So we got marked down for that. We don't actually have that. It's recyclable. Queensland on. don't do that, though, do they? Oh, no, they do on glass yeah. bottles. But, yeah, yeah. just cardboard. Yeah. So that's a bit of a environmental no-no that we... Yeah, we but, miss. yeah, yeah I, a, I get that. I get but, you that. know, like, I think people understand it's cardboard. You can recycle it. It's 2017, people. <laughs> I don't think you need... It says it on the bin. <laughs> um, the not practical in a store environment was an interesting one because it was one that we did consider. Obviously, there's no other cartons like this on the market. So how was it going to sit on the shelf? Um, and it's something we really haven't had too many issues with. What we're finding is that people, stores are creating their own stands just for our boxes. What are they doing? The vertical thing? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. So they're presenting really well vertically. They, they sit on shelves like most craft beer bottle shops are stocking, you know, 
tall champagne bottles. They're, they're big shells exactly these days. Exactly designed to do both. This, this is a bad example because this was the first, one of the first stickers that was the wrong size. But the way we designed it was that the word pale ale there is on the side. When the right sticker is on there, the pale ale is on the side as well as the top. So yeah. they stack them like this and you can see pale ale on the side. But then if they want to put a display one on top, they put that on top. Like yeah, that. so for those watching on the camera, uh, so basically you can do it this way, which it's vertical, so you can actually see the full pale ale thing. Uh, you could go this way where you see the Black Hops logo, but on this, if there was a bunch of these next to each other, you actually couldn't see the variant mm. of mm. the product if they happen to choose to do that way. And that's actually a pretty common way because you the, the, the cans inside the carton are going to be stored right way up no no see no. that was um, that was the first no. thing that dan brought up he said uh how do you how do we get the cans out because once you open it up if the cans are sitting horizontally oh they you can't actually grab them it's really difficult to remove them and i was like just put them fucking up <laughs> just put them vertical the cans are can. lying down in this configuration no. No, no, no. so the can actually goes in vertically so the, the box is designed to stand like this and Fortunately, most people understand that. Oh, and, it's and too presented like so. We have three, four packs sitting on top of each other. You open it up, and, and you've got a little it. ring pull, and you pull out your first four pack. You're an ideas man, Dan. <laughs> that's actually pretty yeah, good. So, um, but I, we kind of understand the feedback. Like it was yeah, uh, a it's consideration. A, but that, that said, had, though, but, even though whatever the cans are inside the the carton, uh, a bottle shop's going to put them on a shelf in a certain. Way. Normally what happens is they'll stack them like this, all on top of each other like this, and you'll see the colour and the, and the beer name from the sides, yeah. and, and then they'll put one on the top. Yeah. yeah. And so you'll see it vertically as well. Yeah. Or they'll just get the cartons and put these out. The, like a pack fair, if you go to pack fair, you'll see there's three of these cartons sitting out the front of the bottle shop, yeah. just so people see it when they walk in. But then, and then, they ask and then there's it. four packs in yeah. the fridge, and they're, they're stacked in the cold room. Mm. So it hasn't been that much of a compromise. Not at all. And it, it's an unusual shape for a carton of beer so yeah, it's good for here because yeah. we can sell we're like not, for under 50 bucks we're we can not sell that 12 pack of beer i'm mad about that put it this way right uh, what you've got here and that sort of thing um and the feedback that you've got uh, you know same as same as a beer mm. happy with it would you change it no no we're not going to change it um no. the 12 okay. packs are working really well for us yep good um i i get that you know it's it, it is a, it's a design competition it's so a, it becomes yeah, very yeah yeah, yeah. That's subjective fine. and yeah yeah it's not pretty enough <laughs> yeah, the beer was the main the main focus. I think if we do it again yeah. next year, we'll probably just enter more beers. Okay. But yeah, so that's good. It was good. Uh, that's all the beers. That's all the beers. That was all the entries. No, hmm. that's not all got? the entries. Oh. So, um, what was final the last entry one? was the the media award. Oh, um, so we submitted some of our content as we do because we like to write. We like we love to talk. Um, obviously, we right now and um, we even we wrote a book last year that we were really proud of so we were super keen to submit that into the the media award this year so did you submit a whole bunch of different content or yeah uh, well, yeah, I think yeah yeah so I you, think get to, you get to submit five i think yeah five pieces, of five pieces. so i think we did like two mm. blog pieces two podcasts and a few chapters from the book yeah. okay so initially we, we the book's we, judged we, as a whole we submitted the apparently book, um and i i think we were the first people to ever submit a book mm. as an entry and the, the feedback was initially that um, we couldn't submit the book it was too long <laughs> so I, I'm, a, a I'm a real fucking <laughs> arrogant cunt <laughs> I'm like you show me where the word count is and we'll wow. withdraw our entry 
obviously not off to a great start. <laughs> but um, we ended up coming to a compromise and picking some chapters because obviously all the judges have to read the entire book and they probably should. Yeah, the expectation there is yeah. is pretty pretty high. So mm. that, that's kind of understandable. Um, but yeah, we, we typically get panned in the media. We didn't get anything. Yeah, we, didn't we, didn't, we didn't get anything. Not a single um, thing. No. It's usually You're too we're, innovative. We're, uh, it's no it's, um, self-righteous and <laughs> self-promoting, self-serving. That feedback was about it being too businessy, I think, this time, wasn't it? Yeah. Last time it was too self-serving. Yeah, there was more like a business plan than yeah. a book. Um, but that was we don't even have a business plan. Oh, no, no, don't tell the bank that. I think that the, the theme of that particular class is supposed to be uh, for journalism. That's right. And yeah. and you know, a book isn't journalism. No. You know, um, a podcast. Yeah, you kind of. You know, you. you, you well, breweries don't really submit there. to that category. But that's right. Yeah. So. Um, as long as they um, want to call it the media award, Glenn, Glenn Humphries, we'll, we'll I think, keep won entering. it this year. <laughs> you know, he's, he's a journal. He writes for the Illawarra Mercury. Uh, great guy. Love love his work. He writes some really good articles. Yeah. I think that's the theme around it. And that's right. I guess there should be some. Feedback, you mean, to be submitted there to say, if it's going to be an award about journalism, let's just call it a journalism award. Yeah. Because mm. then if it was called a journalism award, you go... Well, we're not journalists. We're not, we're not journalists. wouldn't enter the book. It would be quite cool to have a marketing award because a lot of breweries are doing interesting marketing. And, and it, that, yeah. that would be... It, you know, it would suit a marketing award. Totally. And, you know, when you talk about running a successful brewery and, you know, everyone's focused about brewing beers that win awards, you've also got to market it and you've also got to mm. sell it. Um, so it's a really important part of the business. That's right. I'll give you a gold medal. I mean, I'm biased because uh, <laughs> you're, you're sitting here now. <laughs> gold medal. <laughs> thanks, Hendo. Yeah, thanks, right, mate. That's right. Cool. So I, I think that you know that's all the the results. We're we're pretty stoked with the feedback. Um, super stoked with uh, picking up some medals. Yeah. So that's overall, it's been night. a really. How do you feel about the experience? It was great. It was good. Yeah, yeah, I think it's good. I'm happy we did this on the podcast. We learned more about the awards. We took it probably put more effort into it this year and thought about it more learnt more probably and yeah looking yep. forward to having a crack it, next year it, i think i think the the important thing that we did together you know this year was that your entry was very carefully curated mm. you mm. know and uh you can't just go and enter um, a major you know a major international competition uh, and just blindly go put beers no, you don't, in. You don't get to the week before submissions and, and just go, fuck, and just go, everything. yeah, just do that <laughs> and that sort of thing. It just, you know, you have to really uh, take some consideration about what you're going to enter, where it's going to be entered. How are the judges going to um, look at your entry and evaluate it and score it and, you know, potentially medal it? Um, and I think that that was the thing that we did quite well over mm. a few weeks, you know. Um, sitting down with the beers was, you know, that afternoon we sat down, mm. um, you know, at the bar there and we, we, we didn't talk to each other. Yeah. We just said, here's the beers. Let's just go off on our own and, and pick a class that we thought the beers should be submitted in. And we sort of came to a consensus there. And, um, you know, the, the mm. Pink Mist was probably the one that was – um, had 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 could could have gone one way or the other, and yep. if we had to put it in, in another class, who knows? Who knows what yeah, would have happened? Yeah. You know. Yeah. So um, it was uh, it was a really good experience. I'm really grateful for that. Thanks, mm. guys. We're Thank grateful you. too. Thank you. Yeah. It's been fun. I, one other thing we haven't spoken about is 
It's not cheap to, to enter. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's so, not like just have a crack and, and if you get a medal, it's great. It's, it's fucking expensive. Super expensive. A beer, so, uh, a beer is how much? For it's a small close brewery? to 200, is it? 190 bucks. 190 that, bucks. Yeah, 200 like bucks. Yeah. So, um, like we, we said after the, straight after the event, oh, I wish we had entered more. And, but that, that was a decision we made. Yeah, the beer wasn't maybe quite as fresh, but I think there was beer that we could have sent and it probably would have done well. We capped it though, yeah, purely because and it's we're not just in, the, the entry cost. It's, lots it's, of money. It's the yeah. flights. You could, it's accommodation. Yeah. It's um, just the just the entries themselves. I mean, yeah. I've been at you know uh, past breweries where we've spent three or four thousand mm. dollars on mm. just on ARBA entries. entries. Yeah, phenomenal amount of money. It gets really expensive really quickly. It's important to get the feedback. It's great value, mm. but uh, from a from a, 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 a you know a, a startup. Brewery well, you business. need to have the money. Then. You That's need a to lot have the of money, money to to pony up for it. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah good yeah. point. All right. That's better. Actually, we had a question about our Gabs beer. We didn't really talk about Gabs, but that's oh. probably okay. That was because I was inebriated the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and you weren't at the awards. Can I yeah. <laughs> skip? Why don't we have both? The, the question. <laughs> the question was from Ben about the Gabs beer being on tap. I assume he means at the brewery, but our Gabs beer is on tap of the brewery. We've got quite a few kegs of it, don't we? How many kegs have we got? Three or four oh, left? Two or three. Yeah, we've we got, got a few. A few weeks, months, maybe. Um, can I get a growler? Yeah. You yep. can. Good. Yeah. And then... Uh, do we know... We don't know the people's choice yet. No, it's on, thir- it's on Thursday. Thursday. So... Yeah. Uh, if anyone's listening who wants to vote, jump on number to, 23. Jump, 23. Jump on to and vote for number 23, Bandwagon. Um, and uh, voting closes at midnight on Thursday. Yeah. So pick your favourite beer, which is Bandwagon, of course. Of course it is. Um, <laughs> and where else is it on tap? Do we know that? Not very many places. I know uh, Grand Store ran it. Last week for yeah, their Gabs event. Yeah, got a bit event. of love on Twitter. I saw uh, a couple of gigs down in Sydney where yeah, they turn Sydney up. Sydney will be popping sure. up soon. I'm not sure yet. Hoo-ha bar. Hoo-ha bar in Brisbane. Had it. Yeah. Oh, they put it on already? Had it. It's I gone. think it's gone. Oh, yeah. it's gone. Mm. Okay, so probably nowhere else in Queensland. No, there you no. go. Our HQ. Plus it's on Nitro. Nitro By coming. the end of the week. Yeah. What? Yeah, nitro. I've, I've, I've gone fucking Nitro crazy this week. We're going to put everything on Nitro. Nitro or Nitrous? A bit of both. Same thing. Oh, that's awesome. All righty. Really well, thank you, everyone, for listening, and thanks for listening to the whole series. It's been a lot it's of fun. It's been fun. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Thank it's you, Hendo, really, for really getting cool. involved. Cheers. I appreciate it. Thanks for having us. All right. And, see you guys next uh, time. See you guys in, see you in season three. Season three. I might not be in season three, but do season three. I think you guys need to do another season. Yeah, we need to think of a, a uh, topic to do. Mm. But ask, if you've got any ideas, boys, um, Operation got Expansion. Ideas. Yeah, I thought about yeah. that, but it's 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 not quite as not quite as exciting as the first opening of the brewery, so it probably doesn't need a whole podcast series. But yeah. we are expanding into next door, which we might as well announce now. Yeah. That's so it. that'll be fun. Good time. Yeah, Good times. we just yeah. bought a whole bunch of new fermenters, and pilot system, put a three hundred liter pilot system that's going into our tasting room. Um, shit's getting real. Yeah, that's so it. three or four months when you come to Black Ops, you'll. You'll see a brewery when you walk in. There'll be another brewery in the next room. And then across the driveway, there'll be a shitload of tanks. Good times. Brilliant. All right. Thank you. See you guys. Cheers. Have a good time. Thanks. Talk.